you're what's up y'all this is gabe wyatt and riley today we talk about runs gone wrong your daily schedule and our relationship deal breakers this is the ah! corn hub welcome on it's electric Uh, Riley, Gabe, how you guys doing? I'm exhausted. Hanging out. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, like you, Gabe, I've I've seen better days recently. Um, I got Uh-oh. a pretty graphic story I want to share with you two oh and all the listeners about a run I had yesterday. So, um, as many of you guys know, yesterday was Mother's Day, which is like a big you know holiday. Get flowers for your mom and stuff. But for me, it was a little bit of a bigger holiday. It was also uh, my father's birthday and then my sister's graduation ceremony, which Jeez. only lasted like 10 minutes. Which was but big that's besides the point. But even on those big holidays, I try to get my uh, my my daily exercise that I need. <laughs> Gains don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Brian doesn't take any breaks for any holidays. And so yesterday I wanted to go on a run. And so I run at the uh, Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Do you guys know that trail? Is it rest? Yeah, the really long one. Yeah, it's actually like 52 miles. And it goes from Purcellville, Virginia to like Sherlington or some weird other town. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. My uncle's from Sherlington, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I kind of pick – yeah, I, I go to rest and I run like seven to eight miles on it or at least Ooh. I try to. And that was kind of the plan yesterday. Um, but what? <laughs> what went wrong? But, <laughs> what went course, wrong? So I usually run about three and a half miles to four miles and then turn around. And yesterday I was just about <laughs> three and a half miles away from my car and <clears throat> a restroom or anything that, <laughs> you know, could help my the situation I didn't realize I was going into, but about three and a half miles in, I got a little, I felt a little earthquake <laughs> in my stomach, some seismic activity as if two <laughs> tectonic plates were rubbing against each other in my, in my bowels. If you guys are picking up what I'm going down. And of course this is a panic, but I've experienced, I've been like running for a while now. So like this has happened to just like, uh, you need to release gas, or maybe it's a tsunami, and you just got to pee. Oh, she's so going to go to the now, I guess. Right. Yeah, so I wasn't stressing too bad, but I definitely like slowed down, and um, you know, was cautious of things becoming <laughs> dire. <laughs> but very soon after, I had this pinch, this like stabbing, and I realized that this was no tsunami. <laughs> no, this was a mudslide. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> number two or three coming coming with no warning, right? <laughs> so, so I immediately started limping three and a half miles back to my car. And since there's this COVID bullshit, there are no public restrooms open. 
And it was a beautiful day. So there are probably hundreds of people on this trail that I'm on. <laughs> so I was in a very bad spot. I was between a rock and a hard place, as some say. So I start limping. and I'm like, okay, I'm three and a half miles. It probably took me 30 minutes or 25 minutes to run this far. It'll probably take me 45 to an hour to get back to my car. And I was trying to do the math in my head whether I was going to make it. I was not going to make it. <laughs> so on this trail, it's pretty – It was. It's, there's like forest on the side. It's more of like a bush. And there came a point where I realized that I had to open release. the gates. <laughs> I had to release <laughs> you, no matter what. You I had deuced, to release. You deuced in the shrubbery? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I, <laughs> I – um, when shit hit the fan, I marched through like waist high brush, got about thirty thorns in my shins, to where almost blood was coming out of my leg. Where I came across a a creek that was forested, where people could not see me or hear me, and I pretty much, you know, pants down, squat, build drill style. It it, it turned into like Bear grill meets Naked and Afraid was the, you know, the crossover that I imagined and pretty much ditched my underwear and proceeded to have a half mile walk of shame back to my car with limited wiping ability. <laughs> and, and then I was in the shower for like two hours afterwards. Breathing my whole life. So pretty much, I shit myself yesterday on a run. So the the question is, on the walk back, were you just listening to sad songs, or what was the deal there? No, I was. So when I run, I like to listen to podcasts. So I was listening to part of my take, and it was a great run. And once the accident happened, I was so ashamed of myself. I pretty much just like took off my headphones. And walked, like I didn't even attempt to jog, walked for like an hour back to my car in complete <laughs> silence, just trying to gauge the people I'd passed to see if they could like sense or maybe <laughs> like, I didn't think that there wasn't like a smell, but like, I just figured that everybody knew something was up and I just like wanted to like analyze everyone I passed. It was really, it was a really tough day yesterday. All right, guys, thanks for <laughs> tuning in. That's enough for this week. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we got to cut it there. Holy shit. Literally. <laughs> fucking brutal. Yeah, so I, f- I realized why they call it the runs. <laughs> and now I'm a little more cautious. Or like, I don't even know. I feel like it's just like it's got to happen to everyone eventually. And yesterday was just my calling. I don't think that has to happen to everyone. I'm not going to disagree like there's no chance that, that I, has to happen to I'm, everyone i'm talking to all the runners out there that's what i'm talking to you know gabe i think he's calling us not physically fit i mean i'll take it because that's completely accurate <laughs> like we both also didn't shit ourselves so yeah, i think we still take a double on this one <laughs> absolutely um well please god moving on from that uh today i had the itch come back for sports betting and as we all know, sports betting is not back. There's no sports. How are you sports betting? So so what I've done 
is I went on uh, my sports betting application that will be unnamed in this podcast. Um, but they, I, I, I did some research, and there is online simulation betting. So basically what I've been doing is risking my money on this thing that's uh, – it says the NFL virtual simulation that's streamed online on Twitch. Um, and it's, it doesn't contain any of the real NFL players. It's just a three-minute highlight reel. Each quarter probably has two to three highlights. Probably the worst thing I've ever watched in my life, but I needed to bet, so I did. Um, and you'd think, you know what, if, if they're not using the real players and they're not, they're not using anything, it's probably a 50-50 shot, right, that you're going to pick the right team, right? Fair, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, I, I did my thing. I, I bet different ways each time, probably about 15 bets ranging from between 10 to $30. Um, and I went four for 15. That's four not, for fucking 15. That's you not, know what that means? Not good. <laughs> that, that means I'm down $100. That's not $100 on virtual betting. Like I assumed maybe I'd, I'd start betting and that, that, I could I could pick some of the right teams and maybe have a chance at being up twenty bucks and betting it and maybe losing it and staying around the between forty plus forty minus forty game. No, down ninety six. That's well sorry, I just had to rant. Well but, done, but it's unreal how poorly how I, poorly I chose. I want to say, Gabe, this is more to you. Would you rather? You know, have a little accent in your pants on a run, or lose a hundred dollars betting on simulations of football. I here's the deal. I I I would I would pay over a hundred dollars to not shit myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my betting entertainment and me itching itching that that uh, itch that. Uh, or scratching that itch that I needed for sports betting uh, was probably better than shitting myself. I'm not going to compare those. I don't so, know, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm in a, I'm in a tough spot here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say I would rather. I don't know, a hundred bucks. Or sh- Do I have to walk back like a mile like you did? Dude, you got to walk three miles back to your car and drive home. See, but what do you yeah, want to you tell your kids? Down. Do you want to tell your kids I lost a hundred bucks, or do you want to tell your kids, "Yo, by the way, when you run, make sure you go to the bathroom before" or something like? Dude, I plan. I plan on having my kids be knowledgeable sports betting people. Like, like they know about sports. They're involved in the sports world. They're gonna they're gonna get into it as as one does at this age. Um, I think at any point in their life past three or four years old, maybe shitting yourself is, is not something that should be happening. Yeah. As a, as a eligible 20 year old man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't shit yourself. (laughs) My kid's going to be an athlete. I'm going to tell him that he could be exposed to as being as athletic as I am 
or as when I'm talking to him, was as he should be. So I'm going to give him the necessary advice to become the best athlete that he could be so he's not just sitting behind a screen drinking beer and losing money. Here's what I think. I think Wyatt is a beta, and here's why. I think I think that that being an alpha male is having control over all aspects of your life. And the fact that at the minimum you should have control over your bowels and he doesn't makes him a beta and therefore makes him a bad father. Wow. That took so many steps. That's that was a little aggressive. Well, I, I mean, if we're if we're if we're going to the point of what do you want to tell your kids? I mean, I want to tell my kids that no one's perfect. So when he's shitting the diaper, just be like, you know what? When I was twenty, that shit was still happening to me. So like, you gotta, you gotta know yeah. that nothing, nothing in life. Oh, then they're gonna be like, oh, I regret really that. Okay, I'll just shit my pants till I'm twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, you know, what, yeah, I'm, I'm done you're right. No, nobody is perfect. Uh, and I do, I do have another thing because I was thinking I definitely don't have the perfect schedule going throughout quarantine, and. So it got me thinking of what pieces of my daily schedule are important, maybe in quarantine life or even daily life, and what aspects maybe I could cut out and be more uh, effective. But I would, I would pose this question more in a broader stance. If you could eliminate one thing from your daily life or daily schedule, what would it be and why? We're going to start with Gabe for this one. Do you have something for us? Oh, boy. Um. I don't know if this really counts. I guess I don't know. Don't let, let me know if you guys agree or if this is a valid answer. But I would try to wake up earlier, like try to eliminate like my sleep, uh, like my prolonged sleep, waking up at like noon or one. <laughs> so you're, I don't are you know. saying you eliminate like long sleep, sleep as a whole? No, I guess try to. Yeah, it's. I mean. Mm. Go to bed earlier and wake up earlier, I guess. So I actually agree with that. But what I would say is like in the case, this is assuming that in the case, like if you chose like uh, taking a shower, that you would still be clean. You know what I mean? So in this case, like sleep, I would probably personally eliminate sleep altogether. Oh, so you have to eliminate. Okay, I see what you mean. I mean, I would take it a step further and say that that sleep, if if I didn't, if I could eliminate sleep from my daily schedule, I would have all those hours to be able to do working out and to do studying and all this other stuff that could you, enhance you, my life. You definitely need the extra hours to work out, rather. Mike, you guys are so hostile right now. He's a bitch. That's what happens when you guys are together. You guys just fucking. I'm gonna just, you know. Add some gasoline to the fire for you two. With the whole eliminating sleep, being more productive, realistically, when you sleep, you have dreams, right? You know, you want to turn your dreams into reality. You have dreams of you doing incredible things, meeting incredible people, making love to amazing women. Anyway, <laughs> when that gets like taken out of the picture, I just feel like you can't really set goals for yourself and you can't live out dreams that are like unrealistic. Like, Oh, say, say Riley has a crush on a pretty girl that is completely out of his league. 
he can dream have a wet dream maybe oh, no. of him being with him. but realistically that will never happen in reality so he's just completely cutting off even the closest thing that he could be to getting with that girl so i think that like dreams are important to keep which is why i think sleep is also important i'm no, go gonna ahead. talk on that <laughs> listen if I have those extra hours, I don't need to be dreaming about things. I'm going to be working out, getting more physically fit so that I can achieve the goal of getting the girl. And then as well as as well as putting work into school and all my extracurriculars and and fulfilling the goals that I have in life and and therefore enhancing myself as a person and getting to where I want to be, therefore fulfilling those dreams that I would have. So I'm turning those dreams more into a reality. Thoughts, Gabe? I would, uh, you know, <laughs> you guys <laughs> seem to have this energy between you two right now where you're basically saying, here's my answer, fuck you. And then someone responds, here's my answer, fuck you. So I'm kind of going to let you guys hash this one out because my answer doesn't really go with um, either one of your views, except for the point that, like, I just want. I, I want more sleep, but more responsibly is my answer, I guess. That's fair. Well, Gabe, let's move on to your discussion question. Topic. Gladly. Um, so I, I would assume, I know you two, I would assume a lot of our viewers, all two, three of you have been watching The Last Dance. 30. 30. Oh, yeah. 30 viewers, one. listeners. That's amazing. Um, the last dance. So I just watched, I was late. I watched the new episode that came out last night. I watched it today and all with all due respect to Michael Jordan, you know, incredible athlete, incredible, uh, like role model. I don't know, you know, whatever you want to call him in the greatest, like basketball player of all time. If you want, I just got the biggest impression and the most like like negative view of him in the last two episodes because I just saw him as a complete asshole. What do you guys think? You just, you see him as like a, just like a dick overall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I understand his motivation to play the game and like to be the best and to win, win, win. I completely get that, you know, competition at that level is like what drives you to become like the best player in the world. So like nothing against that, but like, the part where he's talking, when they're playing the Hornets, and BJ Armstrong hits like the game winning or the game sealing shot, and he just like shows it. He and he like shows emotion by like screaming and looking at the Bulls bench, and then it cuts to MJ going like, "You want to talk all that shit and like do all this? You better better be able to like back it up." He's like, "Yo, relax." Like he just hit a good shot. That's one your old teammate, and two like he was tired of being like shit on by like his old team and all that so he could celebrate if he wants so you don't have to like tear him apart like that <laughs> yeah i i completely understand that it's just like from watching the episode i realized that like if michael jordan doesn't have like a drive of like anger to win a game he would just like use the smallest thing to just like motivate to use his motivation because he he realizes that he's like a different man when he's like trying to 
disprove someone or like, I don't know, kind of like prove yeah, himself yeah, yeah. better. I get that. But I, I agree with you on the asshole thing. The, the thing that stuck out to me was the LeBradford, that yes. LeBradford oh, yeah. guy on the Washington Bulls. Yeah. When he said that when he like had that insane game where he dropped like 37 points and they had the back-to-back, yeah. um, Michael Jordan said that he said, nice game, Mike, and that he was going to use that as fuel. And then Michael Jordan scored like 36 points the next day in the first half to be like, shut the fuck up. Right. And then realize that Michael Jordan just completely made that statement up. Like mm-hmm. the Bradford never said nice game, Mike. I think that is just insane. Like the fact that he would like do that and like say it publicly to just try to create a fake motive is absolutely bonkers. And I think that actually does make him a dick, but I got to give him credit to just like create himself, like give himself motivation for like no reason. I don't know. I think it's like pretty insane how he's like wired in the head. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. I think Michael Jordan himself even knows that he's a dick and he, he even touches on it. I think that he, he, in his mind, if he wasn't a dick and he wasn't a dick to his teammates and he wasn't motivating himself through those little things, like he wasn't going to be as great as he was. So I think he did all those things on purpose and he knows that like maybe it's going to lose him some friends or maybe he's going to lose out on other things. But his only goal was to get to the championships and to to be as successful as he wanted to be. And he knew that the way to get there was to just in a way be a dick to the people around him. But like productively, if that makes sense, like he what he was never in my mind, he was never just a dick for no purpose. Like he wasn't a dick. To just like shit yeah. on someone or to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. make someone bad about themselves, like he was he was a dick to make his teammates better. He was a dick to like to like push further and make himself go go further than than he could without mustering up that motivation. Yeah, like the the thing that like caught my eye at the end, I guess to like kind of like put another like positive light on him for me was. When he said that, like you'll you'll never see one of my teammates complain that I made them do anything that I wouldn't do or I didn't do, like that was pretty insane. Like the video of him doing the suicides with them at the end, and like the video, like just like the fact that like he's got a point there. Like if he says, "Yo, like like do like get your shit together and like let's say like hit these temporary throws in a row," I don't know. For example, he's gonna do the same thing. Like he's gonna set himself to the same standard or even higher. So he's not like just like shit talking them and like pressuring them to do anything without holding himself to that same standard, which is respectable. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a difference. The way he like motivated his teammates, I think was like, it was good. Like he's not a dick because he produced like six championships. So obviously like what he was doing was working when like he even like admitted to like hitting Steve Kerr in the eye or messing with that Scott Burrell kid because he was so nice and he was young just because he would, like, focus better. I think that was all, like, very, like, justified because of, like, their success. Um, for me, the only thing, like, kind of the LeBradford is every single series or game that they've highlighted in this series, uh, Michael Jordan has, like, created this motivation from, like, the opposition. So say it's, like, LeBradford dropping 37 he's he used that as an excuse to like go off on him or it's 
oh, in like his first finals, they like compared him to Clyde Drexler, and then they cut to Michael Jordan and be like, that took that as disrespect. Or like, oh, he was getting bullied by the Pistons, so like, oh, I have to like beef up. I feel like it's like kind of too convenient, all of these headlines that he used. I mean, they're all justified because like he went out and destroyed them, but there's something about this just seeming too perfect that I think it's pretty biased towards how Michael Jordan wants the public to perceive like his career, that he was this animal. I mean, I just don't know whether to believe it or not because like everything he said, it like ended up happening. Like he would destroy those people. It's just like insane to think that one human would just get ticked off by the smallest bit of criticism from like somebody else or like an opponent. I don't know. Right. Right. I mean, I think the fact, I think the fact that, even even today in like the the modern uh interviews like when he was talking about who was it gary payton the claw right and he was laughing and he was saying i had no issue with him like he he still to this day believes that he was better than all these people and he still holds some of the same grudges uh that he had before so i think all of it is really real and i think i would believe him in it but i think i mean i do think he was a dick like but i think he was a dick with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I, agree. I, mean? I agree. Um, so yeah, next segment. All right, we got the uh, the Florida man. Um, I've talked to some of our viewers. They say it's the absolute favored segment of the podcast. There's like a, I think there's like a Florida man fan club going on. I don't know. I'm Facebook not, page. Yeah, Facebook page. I think. Definitely. Uh, and today we got a juicy. It being May 11th, 2020, I'm going to take us back two years to Daytona International Airport. I made up international because it sounded right. The Daytona Airport, (laughs) where a Florida man um, ran around a terminal butt-ass naked, (laughs) claiming that he he planted a bomb in the bathroom. (laughs) Honestly, he was just naked, running around an airport, claiming he he planted. He got yeah, he got everyone evacuated. The canine units searched the entire place, found absolutely no bomb whatsoever. I mean, this dude just got naked, ran around saying there's a bomb for no reason. Well, can we defend him? I will defend him personally. Can we get a? I think that it. Wait, what did you say, Gabe? I said, can we can we get a poll on a guess what drug he was on? <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the defense. I'm gonna say that that in everyone's life, I think it, at some point you feel out of control. Um, you feel like everything's moving a little too fast, and you feel like everything's moving around you, and you don't really have control over anything in your life. And I think everyone has has at some point felt that way. Um, and I think that this man felt that way. So, so what he was truly doing is he went into this airport thinking, I'm going to find a way to get some control. And what's the best way to have control? It's breaking free of the social restrictions of wearing clothing. First of all, the, once you break free of that, you're in full control over what you're doing, over how people are reacting to you, all of that. Also, you're in control of the whole airport when you say you planted a bomb. That's true. 
Therefore, this guy, I think, was just misunderstood. I think, I think in his daily life, he wasn't in control of all these things. In this very moment, he was in control of the airport, of how people within the airport saw him over how everyone was reacting. And I think, I think he, he came out with the result he was looking for. I agree. I think he just wanted some attention. Um, I mean, he's a little two years, two years too early because if TikTok was around, he could just use that platform to get, to go viral. But I do commend the naked. It actually says here that he wasn't just like running around the terminal screaming that he planned a bomb. He was, on top of the baggage carousel, which is just a statement in itself because, you know, you know the stickers. They say you can't stand, you can't, like, lean on the baggage carousel. My man was running up on the baggage carousel, screaming that he planned a bomb. <laughs> it's a power move. Yeah. And you the way are. they uh, sub- was um, the police ended up tasing him. I assume the nipple because that's where you can get the most effective voltage into the body. <laughs> they probably the tased, they tased his nipple, um, sent him to the hospital, I think to drug test him. And it showed that he was on Molly and a bunch of other drugs game to answer your question. It's a bit aggressive to tase him. Don't you think? Well, I mean, you got to assume that he did plant the bomb in that situation. Okay. So fair. I feel like the tasing, <laughs> I no, think no, no. tasing I, I, is. I was kidding. Him. I was kidding. I, w- I would tase the fuck out of him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I just think that was a bad use of Molly. You just go to a concert or something. Molly. They yeah. didn't get naked and people like. I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's not crazy, man. Why it's definitely a big supporter with his whole naked thing from last last week's episode. And yeah. the, the naked and afraid thing at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, why it is pro naked. Confirmed. Why is a nudist? Well, well, here's the deal. I think in most of our episodes, in some way or another, we've mentioned all of us getting naked. So I think this whole podcast is pro naked. I'm not going to disagree with that. Free the nip. Um, free the nip. Once we once we start getting um putting like start filming these podcasts, we're going to have a lot less viewers or a lot more viewers. If you know what I'm saying, right. Naked. Yeah. Uh, only fans. Probably have a, yeah, we have a different <laughs> only fans. audience than Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop with that. Free the nip, don't taste the nip. Um we have a great debate, I think, today. Uh probably something uh a lot of viewers should be interested in, especially our female viewers, or maybe our male viewers, um, for what they're thinking, maybe spark some interest. Um we're going to talk about deal breakers. And uh, these are deal breakers when you meet a girl, when you're in a relationship, anything that once you see this, you're like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Um, so hopefully everyone has a couple. Uh, today, let's start with Wyatt. I think we should do like where we each rail off one, kind of like the Mount Rushmore part I take. So I do one, I'm, Dave does one, Rod does one, and then I do my second. I'm down. All right, Mount Rushmore style, but only three. Yeah. Does that work with you, Gabe? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll start. It'll be me, Gabe, then Riley. Does that okay. sound good? Yep. Okay. All right, I'm going to hit us off with a pretty controversial one, um, pretty personal one. I'm going to do a uh, deal breaker for me are girls that are 
addicted to vapes and or send me <laughs> jewel snaps. So jeweling, vaping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't handle – if I want to be in a relationship with a girl and she like won't do something or she won't talk to me or she's like aggravated because she doesn't have like a vape in her hand and therefore I can't talk to her or she can't focus, that pretty – that gets like me pretty um, frustrated because I don't vape and I know you guys know that and I'm letting the viewers know that I don't do it. Um, I'm not like some like um, – I don't know, like hater to like all things. It's just like a personal thing with the vapes. And so if like a girl does it, or if I seem that she's dependent on it, it'll um, make me upset. And I probably can't stay with them for a long period of time or care about them. I hate them. The jewel's not cool. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think someone, someone that's addicted to vaping is just, I don't know. It's just like not an attractive quality. Like it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree. Gabe, thoughts? Um, on this topic? I mean, you don't have to agree. Just yeah, agree. no, no, no. I think my – I would say this is kind of my – I guess I'll, I'll call this my next deal my, – my first deal breaker. It kind of goes along with it. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of a huge like double standard and I apologize if I offend anyone. But like for me, if a girl like is like big into smoking, like what – I don't like whatever, like cigs – we like anything like i think that's a huge like turn off slash like deal breaker for me i don't know like for me it's just a huge double standard and like i know it's like not like pretty f- fair but like i don't know what it is about it like when it, if i see a girl or like if i know a girl is like a huge smoker like i'm just like oh like i don't know do do vapes fall into that category or no they don't have to it's I not know it's, it's like not, a, it's, it's a, not as bad for me it's not like a big yeah. but like it's it. I could, it could definitely go along with it. I guess, yeah. I definitely kind of feel you with that. I feel like when it's something that's like hypocritical, yeah, I'd be thinking like, okay, maybe I'm just like insane or like overreacting. But for some reason, I do kind of agree with you that I think that's like not the most attractive thing in the world. Yeah, it's just like yeah. something. I'm just like, I don't know why. It's just like a, I don't want to see that. I don't want to know that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a universal thing, but definitely like, I, I mean, I guess our podcast, all of us are kind of on the same page with that. Um, I'm going to go to my first choice. Um, I'm going to go with a bad laugh. I like, I, I can't, I don't know, like with me, like bad laughs, just like, I can't, I can't listen to someone with a poor laugh, like some a, a laugh that's like annoying or like I don't know. It's just like there 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 are very few people I think that have just like awful laughs. But mm-hmm. a bad laugh is just a deal breaker for me because I personally find myself to to have fun and like like to joke around and stuff. So it's I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that, but definitely a deal breaker for that's me. That's fair. It can definitely be like a. Like a kind of like a whoa kind of like moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I definitely want to make my girl laugh a lot. And if I'm not like pleased with how she sounds, <laughs> then I might not want to make her laugh as much. Right. And then that's just like a, it's like a double, <laughs> double negative situation. 
Exactly. Then exactly. I might just start like, you know, maybe she sounds better if she's crying. So I might just start like, you know, oh. saying, yo. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to we're going to cut that there. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. So my second deal breaker. No, no, no. Snake draft. Oh, it's a snake draft. Snake draft, okay. right? I'm going to go again. Uh, my second one would be too much makeup. Oh, I think I, I, I honestly, it doesn't have to do with um, how a girl looks or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. Too much makeup just shows like super insecurities. And I think that girls that need to wear makeup all the time and need to like cake on makeup. Uh, I think it's, it's too much <clears> for me. <throat> Don't say cake in the wrong sentence, Riley. No, no. Cake on makeup. Cake is all right. Cake on makeup. But caking on makeup. Like if I could peel back a whole layer of skin, uh, like layer of makeup and it's a whole new person, like, I don't know. It's it's just, I don't know. I like like the real thing. Just uh, be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I feel like nobody can like say no to that because you're you're, like hiding yourself. I don't know. Like, don't be be shy, you know? Yeah, should I put some more? Put some more. No, but don't, not more. But don't. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, no more shit. Fuck. But also, like the fact is, like they're like guys don't wear makeup. You know what I mean? Like all of us have to be like like socially in in like this yeah. world, we have to like. I mean, you can if you want. No one's judging you, but like most <laughs> people are not wearing makeup as men. Um, and I think that I think that being the real thing is kind of important to me. I agree. I don't think I'm not going to try to debate this one. Gabe. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I guess we're going to move on to my next deal breaker. Um, it's, uh, someone who like can't take care of themselves and is like very sloppy, whether that's, um, like socially as in like going out and whatever, or even just like someone who like doesn't have like their shit together like academically or professionally, you know what I mean? Like someone who's just kind of like fucking around, not knowing what they're doing or um, someone who's like, um, just like a mess with how they handle things. Yeah. So like a girl that's dirty or a girl that's dumb. (laughs) That's, that's not, no, not even like, like as long as you like put it, like, I, I don't think it has to do with like intelligence whatsoever. I think it just has to do with like how you present yourself. And just like if if you're not like put together, like I get what you mean. Yeah, like, like well, like, like you don't want to you don't want to be like you don't want to have to take carry your girl home from every party. You don't want to have to like right. you you will like I'm not saying I won't like I will anytime and like I have, like that's a responsibility you have to deal with. Yeah. Whenever. But like every time you go to a party, you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be like the the guy who's dating the girl who's like known to be like on the floor like sloppily or like. Yeah. Or like the girl who like always just like just creating a mess. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's definitely a red flag if your girl's like the one who is like on the floor at parties because there's just like no need for that when like you know I don't know. I think it's the repetition thing. Like I think it's okay to like go overboard sometimes and like it's kind of natural to do like your thing and and I think that's what you're kind of touching at. It's just like if you are unable to to handle yourself at any point but like i know what you mean 
Yeah, no, like I, I obviously want a girl who likes to have fun and wants to have fun um, and like go out and whatever. Like I, I, I want that and I want and like completely support that because like I like to have fun and go out whenever, you know. So like I want someone who can like do that with me, but I don't want to be responsible to like take away from like our time by like having to deal with something that shouldn't have happened in the first place by like you being um, like out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, Wyatt, your final pick. Yeah. I feel oh, like final, final two picks. No, it's my, my second, my second. Uh, yeah. Final two picks. I feel like you two guys have picked ones that I, I just can't really argue with. I'm trying to, I don't know if I'm going try to be a little more specific on mine. I'm going to do um, my second one. I'm going to do, uh girls that don't vibe with my friends like say i know that we're on college so you meet a girl whatever and you like her she likes you all this stuff and then when you like introduce your boys she like doesn't really vibe with them right i just feel like that's just a sheer sign that it's not gonna work because you're never gonna ditch your boys for the girl so if she doesn't vibe with the boys or like is like kind of like you know pulling you away or something yeah like it has to be like mutual like you're, you're always going to be with the two at some point you know so yeah, yeah I agree they, have to, they have to work that's like intertwine a symbiotic you know, relationship 100 percent symbiotic relationship yep so well, I, think, I just yeah i don't know i think it kind of makes sense because you pick your friends for a reason because you like hanging out with them and you like that like the way that they are and if you're picking someone who doesn't vibe with that same category, then like, what are you really doing? You're, you're picking someone that you don't necessarily like to hang out with. Yeah. You gotta, in a way. you gotta ask yourself like how, like, like what is wrong? Like what, who, I don't know. Like, what who's is the person? issue? Cause like, I don't know. it's like kind of complicated. I feel like, but they should get along because you're not leaving one For the behind, other. you know what I mean? So there has to be a compromise. I mean, yeah, I think a compromise could work too, but there yeah. can't be like a hatred or like an ultimatum ever presented between the girl and your boys because that's just never, ever going to end up well. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then my third one are girls that don't say good night what i'm talking because you know a lot of things are virtual these days you're gonna be texting your girl more than anyone and if you're texting that girl through the night when she's going to bed she better say good night because me for one or at least my past relationships it's if you're texting sure it's like maybe not completely constant like every second it's like maybe five ten minutes in between She's doing homework or something. She's busy watching a TV show. I am not going to go to sleep until I get a goodnight text because I'm going to assume you're awake. And this has caused me a lot of trouble in the past because there would be nights where I'd be up till 1.30 in the morning texting a girl and then we're in the middle of a conversation and then I just won't get a text 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And I stay up because I don't want to be the one who goes to bed before the conversation is over or before saying goodnight. So the girl has to say goodnight 
because I'm going to say goodnight. I don't like girls who just like fall asleep on me mid-conversation. I don't know. It's just like a personal thing that I've developed. No, Thoughts? I agree. I Fair. agree. I feel, like, I feel like if you're texting someone, like it's just kind of a – especially someone that you're like flirting with in a way, like it's a courtesy thing to just be like – it shows that you care and that you're you're acknowledging that the conversation like happened and you're not just like, oh, whatever, like it's over for me, like whatever. You know what I mean? Like it just – shows another level of care i agree with that yeah there would be times where like of course like things happen where like you're texting someone really late and then you're so exhausted you want to stay up and then you fall asleep like that happens sure but like i mean like yeah i don't know like that happens and that's completely okay because that just if anything just supports the cause that they like you because they're trying to like stay up past whatever they shouldn't be staying up because they're like so tired to just talk to you. Like that's okay. But just like not caring or just not having an urge to like, let the person know that you're going to bed when you are, is just not good. Fair. I would like fucking wake up. If I went to bed on somebody without saying goodnight. I would fucking like wake up at four in the morning with like anxiety and then go on my phone and be like, fuck, sorry. Good night. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, like I would like wake up in the middle of the night if I realized I fell asleep on somebody, or at least a girl that I was talking to that I liked. No, I've done that before too. You wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, shit. You're like, oh, shit. I'm, I, I'm totally an asshole because I just left our conversation in the right. dust. Yeah. So that's my third deal. It's a good pick. Gabe, last pick. This is a tough one because the first two are ones that like, kind of came to my head immediately, but I haven't been able to think one. think of my third one uh at the moment but i think i'm gonna have to say with like a last second call um this is pretty hypocritical because i i'm one of these people uh like really big jealous types like Mm -hmm. i'm i mean i can't say much because i get jealous and it's just how i am so i i apologize again (laughs) I, i guess i'm giving pretty controversial answers but like my biggest thing or like another thing is like i'll be doing something or like whatever and like I have to constantly um, like deal with something else. Yeah. I can't like – I don't know. Like just like I want to be able to do my own th- – like my th- stuff without having to worry about something else, I guess. Uh, yeah, I completely forgot about that one. That was completely – I yeah, completely- like I mean like I, I'm I'm the same. Like I I, I worry like if, if things happen. Like I worry like a lot. I go through a lot of different thoughts in my head like and it's – not really fair for me to say this, but like, I guess it just came to my head right now. No, I feel that I'm, I'm actually the exact same way. Like you, like in your, in my head, like the ideal relationship, you don't want someone that's super jealous, but then like, once you're in a relationship, like I kind of get jealous too. And like, it's, it's, I think it's a thing with a lot of people that you don't want the person that you like, or that you're talking to, to be like, talking to someone else or like speaking with other people of the opposite sex i mean in in a way it just kind of like digs at you but yeah i don't know it's weird the double standard of not wanting that but also being that yeah i get yeah i agree i get like defensive and stuff like that i don't know i completely agree the jealousy thing it's like there's got to be a level of trust obviously and I still think it's like it's okay to get jealous because I think like jealousy, yeah. appropriate is like attractive because exactly. that means like reminding you that they care about you. But yeah, there definitely yeah. is a line where it becomes like annoying 
and repetitive to where you feel like you can't even like live your life without like, you know, telling this person every like second about your life, you know? Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. To where it's attractive and where it's just completely outright um, intrusive and annoying. It's such a fine line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a hundred percent. Like I should just like, like I, I appreciate it when someone like cares that much. So it can go both ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a tough one, for sure. All right, Riley, um, round us off. My final pick is gonna have to be uh, like social, socially inept. Like if someone like doesn't get social cues or uh, is super obnoxious or just like can't vibe with a social situation like a group situation like you can notice those people uh and in my mind those are the people that i just like in general like when i think about it like people or or girls that i can't get along with are the ones that uh don't handle social situations kind of in a in my view like a normal way but like I, i feel like there's a generally like socially acceptable way to handle situations and handle group situations and it's the obnoxious like like not getting social cues it just kind of rubs me the wrong way so i just like can't like i can't spend my life with someone that's like that if that makes sense yeah 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 i'm with that i'm with that yeah um, like, like a read, a, read a room right sure sure that's pretty – it's like a pretty simple one. Not much to discuss there. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Like I completely agree. How you pick your friends too. Like they're, yeah. they're – if someone's super socially inept, like you're just not going to be friends with them or not hang out with them. So Like like acknowledging like sarcasm. Right. Serious – like when things are serious, when they're not. Exactly. It's just, I don't know. It just – it would rub anyone the wrong way and I think everyone has a different view over what that is and – and I think there are people that have have completely opposite views over what is socially acceptable and what's not. So I don't know. I think it's it's just a personal thing. People that maybe don't see it the same way as me. Um, but yeah, that okay. that was honestly great. I hope that that uh, kind of enlightened some people. Uh, maybe made people think about what they want more. Yeah. Any um, girls who you know want some now they know what not to do. Want some. Talking to you, Rex. <laughs> and Dermo. Anyway. Uh hey, Gabe, can we get uh can we get quizzical? I think we can. I think it's about that time. About that time. Alright, boys, are we ready? Uh score update real quick for the viewers. Riley is in the lead with twenty seven wait, twenty four points, correction. Ooh. And Wyatt is catching up slowly with 17 points. Let's go! The quarter uh, beat the hair. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You say both the rest of them. You say both. What? <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not going to win. Uh, are we ready, boys? Go ahead, Gabe. First question. I'll start with Riley. Name something that goes up and down. <laughs> uh, oh my god, a song just popped into my head. I don't want to say it. Uh, Pogo Stick. I don't know. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to a song title like a stripper booty, but <laughs> I didn't want to like. 
Yeah, right, that so wouldn't so have been on the board. No, 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 no. No, that's my answer. Fuck a pogo stick. Stripper, stripper I'm going to I'm gonna not. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want. All right, yeah. We, 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 we both know those are zero points. So Dude, let's, it's let's the song. It. All right, all right. Why? Well, what you got? Elevator. Fuck. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> Here are the answers. With number five, a yo-yo. Mm. Number four, elevator. Two points what? for one. I fucked up. <laughs> number you know, three, this is a tricky one, kind of. The temperature. Number two, an airplane. And number one, Riley, congrats. It's not anything you said. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> no way, Gabe. I stood up. I was so ready to celebrate. That's so <laughs> But you, you guys you know the song like up and down like a stripper booty go. Shotta go up, up, down. down. Yeah, always, always. Respect, respect, respect. All right, okay. All right. That's All right, so, my head went. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shout out to you. for Wyatt. All right, next question. Start with Wyatt this time. Name something you might bring on a date. Flowers. Flowers, okay. Riley, five seconds. Um, money. Okay. Here we go. Number five, we got Las Flores. YA, congrats. All right. All right. All right. You know, on the board. Number four, breath mints or gum. Always need those just in Gotta case. Gotta stay fresh. Yep. Subway. Number three, unsurprisingly, Mr. Hebrew, Riley gets number three, the money. Let's go. Juice, juice, no. Two, three. Yeah, he got that one. Number two, stay safe out there. Uh, protection. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And number one, it goes for the ladies and I guess gentlemen as well. Uh, lipstick or chapstick? Uh, I don't. I don't want to jump to any conclusions. So I think I personally would say that my answer is number one in my mind. Because my girl doesn't care about my financial state. Why? I. 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 I think the girls listening will be very appreciative of your answer. Thank okay, you. but I'm not jumping to conclusions to the fact that I'm going to be kissing or having sexual relations with the person I'm on a date with. I'm just flowers. Time and I'm trying to treat my woman uh, to it to a nice date. Which would probably include money, unless you're you're balling on a budget. You know what I mean? Fair. There's something really sexy about the dine and dash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Last one. I'll, this, I'll one this one could go two ways. I'm gonna ask an input from you guys. I'm having trouble choosing a question, but pick a number one or two. This will help me choose. Why pick number one or two? Ooh. One. Okay. This was all right. Cool. Ready? Here's a question. Last one. Score is uh, five times. Uh, what is that? Oh, my gosh. 27, Riley, to 20 for Wyatt. So we're, we're even for today. Last question. Even. Riley starts. I'm going to give you guys three seconds for this one because it's a, it's a quick one. Oh, no. Name a kind of cheese. American. Okay, Wyatt. Cheddar. Cheddar. Okay. Oh, Mozzarella. 
Are we ready? Are we ready? Number five. I didn't even know this was a thing. I apologize. Longhorn cheese. Who, who the, that all right, a, all right. That's, not, all that's right. not a top five that's cheese. That's not a top five cheese at all. We should. Yeah, let's go I agree. I agree. This survey is terrible, but you know, survey says. <laughs> Survey says Longhorn. This is like this is like that episode from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Can't say I know if what any- you're talking about. Oh, if anyone's seen that, it's always sunny. Fair. Stupid answer. Right, right, number four. Number four. The cheese of blue color, blue cheese. Mm, fair. Number three. I should those patriotic yeah. fellows, American cheese. Oh, let's go. I'm That's top big. two. I'm top two for sure. Yeah, you're top two. I should have said Swiss. Number but. two. Number two is indeed Swiss. Yeah, I should have said Swiss. Come on. Come don't on. give him cheddar. Number one. Hey, don't give him cheddar. Let me ask you this. What's another word for money? Cheddar. Yer. Cheddar. Cheddar. Yer. No! No! <laughs> You gotta be kidding me! I should have said Chris. That's five for Wyatt and three for Riley. One, two. Dude, three. I'm letting him crawl back like the fucking tortoise. God. All right, all right, all right. That concludes our segment of Let's Get Quizzical. Final score for this week: we got uh, thirty, if I'm correct. Yep, thirty for Riley and twenty-five for Wyatt. Let's go, baby. It's all part of the plan. Don't call it a comeback. I won't call it a comeback. You know what? I'm ending it here. Thanks for sticking with us. This has been an episode of Cornhub with Gabe, Wyatt, and Riley. Have a great day, and we will see you next time. Quick shout out to uh, Coach Dogs, Crystalia, and Sour Patch Kids.